Welcome to Drive Time, where we look to jumpstart amazing conversations. I'm your host, Ryan McElrath, high school pastor at Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, Tennessee, and I'm excited that you've joined us. Now, let's put it in drive. Welcome to another edition of Drive Time. Hey, I hope you had a good Christmas day. I don't know what you opened or what food you ate or what you celebrated, um, but I am excited to be back with you. Um, I had a good Christmas. It was nice cozying up by the fire with some hot coffee and just watching my children have fun opening presents, but also at the same time recognizing, of course, the birth of our Savior. So we come to you on this day after Christmas with another question, and this question comes from Tucker in Houston, Texas. Wow, look at this. This is fun. This podcast is reaching outside of Jackson, Tennessee. So Tucker from Houston, Texas asks a very, very good question, which might take a little bit longer than the normal eight minutes that we spend here on Drive Time. Is it ever okay to lie? Now, I'm not talking about lying down. I'm not talking about going to bed. I'm, he's talking about, is it ever okay for a Christian to tell an untruth or a lie or a falsehood? That, at first I was, you know, that's an easy question. No, of course not. The ninth commandment tells us that we should not bear false witness against our neighbor. Um, God is God of truth. And so when you look at all of these different things, you think, you know, absolutely not. It's not okay for a Christian to lie. But then I thought about Tucker's question just a little bit a little bit longer. And I came up with some stuff that I want to present today, not as a final answer, but something that you families can start thinking about. So, let's answer the question, is it ever okay for a Christian to lie? Let's start off with this fact. God is truth, and God has called us to be like him. So truth-telling is a crucial moral duty. It means it's good for those of us that belong to his kingdom. Where does it tell us this? It tells us this in John 8, 44. There's the story of Ananias and Sapphira in Acts 5, 1 through 11, Colossians 3, 9, even in the end in Revelation 21, 27. The crucial practical question is this. Knowing that God is God of truth, is it ever permissible for us as Christians to not tell the truth? Are we obligated? Are we, do we have to tell the truth in every situation, no matter the consequences? That is a good question. As I started thinking about it, you know, as I seek to answer this question, we have to remember a couple of things. It's important to remember that one's conduct or their actions, they're the, the reason for truth or falsehood, authenticity and deceit. So, is the Christian ever okay in communicating a falsehood? I think there are two examples that are going to help focus our thoughts as we jump into the biblical text. So what better way than to jump into the Bible? Because as I started searching through God's word, I did find two instances in which an untruth or a falsehood was not frowned upon by God necessarily. So, Let's jump to the first one, Exodus chapter 1. We see Pharaoh's demand that the Hebrew midwives, the women that helped the Hebrew women have babies, kill, unfortunately, 
all the newborn baby boys. Let's read that in uh, Exodus 1, starting in verse 15. It says, Then the king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was named Shipra and the other Pua, When you serve as midwife to the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stool, if it is a son, you shall kill him. But if it's a daughter, she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but let the male children live. So the king of Egypt called the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this? And let the male children live. The midwives said to Pharaoh, now here's the untruth. Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are vigorous and give birth before the midwife comes to them. And here's the result. Here's the consequence of that lie or that untruth. So God dealt well with the midwives and the people multiplied and grew very strong. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families. The midwives deliberately deceived Pharaoh, and yet God appears to reward them for their their actions. Let's jump ahead. Let's jump ahead. Exodus has happened. The Israelites are headed into the promised land, and we have the story of Joshua and Jericho. So we're going to jump ahead to Joshua chapter 2, starting in verse 1. And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent two men secretly from Shittim as spies, saying, Go, view the land, especially Jericho. And they went and came into the house of a prostitute, whose name was Rahab, and lodged there. And it was told to the king of Jericho, Behold, men of Israel have come here tonight to search out the land. Then the king of Jericho sent to Rahab, saying, Bring out the men who have come to you, who entered your house, for they have come to search out all the land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. And she said, Here's the untruth. True, the man came to me, but I did not know where they were from. And when the gate was about to be closed at dark, the men went out. And I do not know where the men went. Pursue them quickly, for you will overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof and hid them with the stalks of flax that she had laid in order on the roof. So the men of Jericho pursued after them in the way of the Jordan as far as the fords. And the gate was shut as soon as the pursuers had gone out. So, Reading these two examples, now I'm not going to say this is an absolute, um, I'm not going to say, hey, this is my firm belief. It's just something I think for us to think about as families. It appears that there are occasions when a falsehood is not necessarily a lie. Or better yet, maybe we can say not all falsehoods are lies. I think a lie is an intentional falsehood that violates someone's right to know the truth. But it looks like there are cases in which people forfeit their right to know the truth. So if a lie is the intentional declaration or the intentional statement or communication of a falsehood designed to deceive someone who has a moral and legal right to know the truth, if a lie is telling an untruth to someone whom you are morally and legally obligated to speak the truth, are there certain occasions in which you are not under obligation to tell someone the truth? And I can't answer that question because that is a, it's a very interesting and gray area. And so maybe that's something that we need to talk about as families. Our goal as families should never be to try to figure out how to wiggle our way around the truth or search for some loophole. I mean, the psalmist in Psalm 15 says it very clearly. 
You're like, what is what is the privilege to sojourn in God's tent and to dwell in his holy hill? Among the qualities cited is speaking truth in their heart, refusing to slander with their tongue, and being the sort of person who swears to his own hurt and does not change. He who does these things, the psalmist says, shall never be moved. And God is a God of truth. So we're not trying to figure out how to lie and how to make it so that we can lie. We just need to figure out, maybe as families, are there certain occasions in which a falsehood or steering someone in the other direction is not necessarily a lie? And maybe what are the difference between those? I can't tell you for sure. I'm still struggling with this question as well. But I really want to thank you, Tucker, for challenging us in this thinking. So families, I challenge you, take some time during this Christmas vacation where your kids are not in school, take some time to pour into God's word and maybe start talking about some of the hard questions, especially as kids get older, so that they can distinguish what is truth and what God wants for their lives. Again, what an incredible question and I don't have an exact answer but it gave us something to think about. So I thank you, Tucker, for your question. And again, if you have any questions out there, anyone who's listening, please send them into rmcalrath at fellowshipjackson.com. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. I'll see you in 2022. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Drive Time. I pray that this short listen will turn into a road trip conversation with your family. I'll see you next time.